31 days, 24 all-stars, one co-host, and one podcast. This is your host, Pudi, who's playing as Jonathan LaPaglia this season. And today we're joined by someone you all know and love, LaVita, who is a winner of Isolated, played Stranded once, did very well. LaVita, how have you been enjoying this season so far? Oh, I'm loving it. The alias aspect is super fun. First time I've been able to jump onto a podcast, so excited that it's just us, and that means I can talk as much as I want. That's correct. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's been really cool. I really love of the aspect of all returnees under aliases trying to figure each other out but also not really just really focusing on the game alias guessing hasn't played uh nearly as much of a role as we were worried it might so i think that's really cool yeah um it's not at all how i thought it would go i think you know some people are obsessed but for the most part i think everyone's just kind of ignoring that part of it and just kind of going with the flow you seem to be more worried about the new player than anything else and I think some people are starting to get suspicious that there is no new player. Yes, they're um, they've been coordinating their guesses a little bit. So they're going to start figuring out that there's nobody else they can guess and that everybody has been ruled out as the new player. Yeah, that will be super fun when it gets down to like final five. And everyone's <laughs> like, well, it's not me, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, and I wouldn't say it's been the most exciting season, but I think it's been a fun season. I think I've really enjoyed getting to know different different aspects of the people that that are playing particularly because i think everyone was kind of on a level playing field ish there were some standouts but for the most part you know it's very much like a second chance ish cast where you know maybe people who are used to coming in second place versus you know our winners and all-stars that maybe were in the first uh all stranded but certainly a very strong group and a lot of them proving their worth i think i think there's been a couple of standouts that didn't make a name for themselves necessarily in stranded but now i think have and I think that's been one of the more enjoyable parts. That's what I wanted it to be. Now it's just a matter of can we get the season itself to be as good as the characters that we've discovered? You know, it's going to it's going to take a strong merge finish. But I think we've built up to that to that point. All of the pre-merge boots almost have been, I don't want to say good boots, but of our options, probably some of the better boots. They seemed very natural. Yes. Like, I, I think the players that did go, not that they were bad players by any means, some of them are fantastic players, but I think maybe they had uh, timing conflicts or just didn't, they, it was their time to go and it was very obvious. Whereas I think now we're at the point where everyone who is still in the game really wants to do well. Maybe not one person. Well, maybe not one person. We'll talk about that. <laughs> so I guess we should just go down the list. Before we do that, let's talk about the twists we have coming up. Uh, tonight should be pretty crazy because we have three idols that are expiring tonight. Yes. And I think they were all expecting the merge to come at 13. Uh, because or even they expired 12. At 14. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people thought that um, Thursday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night would be a double boot and that they'd all have to scramble to play their idols then. But now it's a matter of do they want to expose that they had an idol in the first place now that it's merge? Or do they think they can just sit tight without using it at all? I think a lot of them will. I, I would think at least one of them will be used to gain some leverage in the game, which I think is probably smart. But I also understand the people that maybe don't want to paint a big target on their their heads. Right. And the people who have the idols are Ben, Michelle and Kylie, right? 
Yes. And okay. I don't think anyone else knows that they have idols. Is that right? Um, no, because Harry was the only one Michelle told. And then he was the uh, tragic blindside we did have very early. So yeah. other than that, I don't think anybody knows. I think Kylie, jumping forward a bit, they she won immunity tonight. So I think she's planning to give her idol to one of her strongest allies, Matt, David, or Jared. But the other two, Ben and Michelle, I don't know if they're planning to play it or if they won't. So, so let's let's set it up because there's a lot to talk about. Yes. <laughs> the big twist of the merge was that, I don't, first of all, I don't think they were expecting a merge, but when we did, uh, we, we announced a bounty twist, which we did try once before, but we've modified it where now it, it was a mandatory participation and we've made it so that there's a finite amount of prizes that they can win for the first five tribal councils. So that's how long this twist will go on for. And by doing that, for sure, at least, I think numbers-wise, at least a two or three have to be one, right? As if someone gets voted off, obviously, yeah. like, an, an entire pair could go, so that would be why the other two wouldn't. But for for sure, at least three boxes are getting played. Yeah. Um, and we have some fun twists with those boxes, The my favorite of which I think is going to be the knowledge of who the new player is. <laughs> I think that will throw... <laughs> I think it's going to be fun for several reasons. So ideally, a person uses that to their advantage because they could say the newbie is anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and no one will necessarily even know who won this power. So if they were smart, they could use this to secretly tell people who the, the newbie is and what the superpower is, which we've not announced. We've just said they would, a new player would win the biggest prize in Sharon in history. We didn't say what that prize was. So it could be up to them entirely what that prize is. Yeah, there's a lot of options for creativity here. Yeah, I mean, they could they could say that uh, the new player is someone they're aligned with and then announce that the power is something that could benefit their game. Uh, there, there's a lot of ways this can go. Uh, so I'm hoping someone crafty gets that one and not someone who's like anti-idol or any, you know, gameplay of any kind. <laughs> I think, though, the players that are left, this should be a very fun merge, I think, because I think the players left really want to set up a name for themselves here. Um, and they really oh, want to yes. get their hands dirty. In particular, I guess we'll start going down the line um, alphabetically. In particular, I'm very excited to see how Baden does here. Baden is one of my favorites for a number of reasons. Him. I love First him so of all, much. he's just genuinely incredibly sweet, rivaling the likes of Susie and some of our most likable players. He's just so nice. And we really did not see that side of him last time or preseason. I, I mean, not that, you know, we thought he was like a totally different player. We just didn't get to see a lot of him. And what we did see, we thought he was more like kooky, zany, annoying, which he's not been at all this time. Um, he's actually he's been just playing. so earnest and it's very endearing. Yeah, he's like in awe of all the players. Like he thinks, you know, it's so cool that he's there and he doesn't deserve to be there. And it's, it's very cool to see. And for that I think he cares as much as if not more than most of the players here about doing well and earning his spot and so I'm excited for that I actually think you know I don't know if he's someone who will wheel and deal and uh, betray people but I definitely think he'll give it his all I, I could see him betraying some people but I don't know I mean he's so honest is it I, I don't know the person he will not betray is Daisy and the two of them together are adorable and I love uh, seeing them talk about each other in confessionals and I love seeing their con- 
conversations too. Uh, so they are not going to betray each other, even if they are each other's bounties. That will not happen. <laughs> yeah, so we have these bounties. And it's interesting because there's also seemingly a lot of pairs, aside from the people that we've made bounties. There are a lot of like genuine friendships here that I think will come into play as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that being one of them, I think the bananas I, is another one. Yep, we'll have to talk about the bananas. I am a little worried about Baden here in this early area of the merge. I think there's a couple of people who have their eyes on him and will be trying to push his name in the next few rounds. I don't know if he's going to have enough um, support around him to keep that from happening. I know he's been really busy as well, so hoping he can pull through it. Uh, we'll see if he can. Yeah, it's it, he's also, I think, the number one guest remaining for the newbie. So, you know, a lot of people mm. are assuming it's him and would like to eliminate that threat if possible. So, you know, it's a tough one. He's going to have to overcome that. But I do think, you know, being loyal and not necessarily the most aggressive player should do well for him. You know, mm -hmm. there's certainly there's no there's no need to get rid of him. I think the bigger need will be, like I said, to neutralize the newbie threat or as collateral damage to a bigger player, let's say if they play an idol or something crazy happens, he's the uh, an easy target, let's say. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I could see that happening. If there's a scramble, something happens unexpectedly, people need to agree right away on a name. Baden could be that unfortunate uh, consequence. Yeah, and I'm actually thinking that might actually happen tonight, but not on Baden. <laughs> I think there might be another player in the mix. I think uh, so, too. We'll get, to, we'll get to him later. But next, we have Ben, who uh, is Flicka, as we know. I've always enjoyed Flicka for a lot of reasons. I think, you know, the last time we saw him in Isolated was not a good showing for him. This time, I think, is really, he's firing on all cylinders. He's got his idol again. He, he was notorious for finding idols and playing them correctly in his original seasons, plural. And he's just been someone who's always been a solid player, a little out there, a little zany, which we love, but still like pretty good strategist and player. He typically makes deep game, but not like not close enough to the end like he should. Mm -hmm. I think his best placement was fourth, though. So that's pretty close. But OK, wow. OK. He certainly got down to the wire in Suriname. So we'll see what happens here. I think he's set up OK. It's it's. I don't think he's one of the earlier targets. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think if they had not merged, his name had been brought up, but he definitely would have been playing his idol. So that would have been very interesting on that tribe, Papunya. But since they did merge, I think he'll probably still play the idol. I don't think he minds getting that attention on himself. And I think he might be able to use it for positioning somehow. But we'll see. I keep forgetting yeah. I played with him because he's so different than my experience playing with him in Isolated. It seems like he's really invested in this. <laughs> yeah, that was just a, a fluke, I think. This is more along the lines of what I remember. And I'm excited for that. I think this is going to be a fun group, I think. Speaking of that, let's move on to Baden's good buddy, Daisy. Oh, Daisy. Daisy, Daisy is hope. I Daisy think, is having a time. Yeah, <laughs> Daisy is so cracked this season. Uh, I don't remember Hope being this insecure or uh, paranoid at all, but Daisy certainly is. I don't know what Daisy's going through, but she's having crises after crises, just venting in confessional, which we're here for. And she's highly entertaining this season. But yikes, I would hate to be like her sounding board. I do love how she said she is not the best with advantages. She knows that. So she's not even going to try to worry about this bounty advantage or idols because what, what's she going to do? Just vote herself out with it? Yeah, that's probably actually a good call considering how... Um, <laughs> <laughs> how two and how two is <laughs> 
This is not that's something that I think would actually hurt her game. I do think she's playing the type of game where she's not going to be complacent. She's not going to give in to people if they want to make moves that she doesn't want to make. She's going to do what she wants. She's going to argue for what she wants. And it may screw her in the end, but she is not going to feel like she didn't say something or didn't do something. Yeah, I would say Daisy's definitely one of the ones like Peyton, who is super excited about this and really wants to do well. I don't know if it's in the cards for her. I actually could see her going pretty early in this merge just out of overplaying. Mm -hmm. But I think certainly she's proven in the past that she could do very well. So if it works for her, you know, go for it. Because what do we know? You know, right. And I think that if and when she does leave, if something, you know, it'll be a big moment. She's not going to go quietly. She's going to mess the game up as she leaves. Yeah, I'm really excited because I think I think that's the case for a lot of these players. And we haven't had that yet. So I think that's when the game's going to really, really get fun. Let's go ahead and move on to another player I think could mess up a lot of this game, um, but has been playing very well is David. Yes, very well. David has been very under the radar so far, much more so than I thought he would. However, he has made a ton of good social connections. I think he's like several people's number one. Mm-hmm. While seemingly being completely out of the firing line, I don't think anyone's necessarily looking at him as this huge threat, which is where you want to be. But we know he is certainly capable of pulling out the big guns when he has to. Right. He got swapped away from all of his bananas, as they call themselves, in the in the two tribe swap. And it looked like he could be just on paper, like really in danger in that tribe. But it turns out he was able to integrate himself so well into multiple little subgroups there, make multiple allies. And then he comes into this merge with his uh, fellow bananas, all wanting to work extremely close with him and use him as kind of like their spy on the other side. And I think that's I think he's going to be able to use that position very well. Yeah, I said it before the season that Drew is one of our best players and highly underrated. And I will stand by that, except I think after this season, he's not going to be underrated. I think everyone will know he is one of our best players. Mm-hmm. No matter how this shakes out, I think he's played a very good game. And he's been very impressive. Yeah, I think the other players need to watch out because he's certainly he's a contender for sure. And I think he's not afraid to cut people either. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, that's what that's what we want from a David, right? I mean, we didn't right, cast exactly. him as, <laughs> as that character for, for nothing. No, he's he's very good. He's very funny. He's very cutthroat and capable. So it should be fun. I think any game with Drew usually is fun because he's he's an opportunist. Always love that. Uh, um, let's talk about Gerard. Gerard's kind of a weird one for me. Like I he gets down to the nitty gritty. He plays hard. He's very open with a lot of different people. I just don't know how well he's playing. I think he's someone who can float under the radar long enough, but Mm -hmm. but I think ultimately he might leave a bad taste in some people's mouths. I think in other people, they love him, but I think it's like a it's like a a either or situation. I think right now he's in a very good position, but I don't know that he necessarily didn't much to put himself in that position. Yeah, I worry always my worry with Gerard when he's played in the past as Gabriel is that he doesn't do enough to secure a win. I could see that. Yeah. You know, he's very fun. Like he doesn't shy away from blind sides. He gets in into the mud with people, but he's always kind of a second fiddle. He's not the one to like take the reins. And I think that that costs him every time. I'd be interested to see if that has changed after this time. I haven't seen that change, but we have he hasn't had much opportunity for that. So 
Uh, I think I'll be pushing more for that in confessionals with him just to see what he can do when he's under pressure. I think that's the big question mark this season. How have these people modified their games? Because I think most of them are in Gerard's boat where Mm -hmm. they came very close to winning, but did not. Yeah. How many losing finalists did you end up casting on this season? A lot. (laughs) Like at least five, (laughs) I think, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know like Rudy's a multiple losing finalist. Like I think he's come in second and third before. We've got Donnie, Gabriel, Kara, yeah, Casey, Gerard. Matt. Matt. Um, Well, Ross. Matt was fourth. No, no, I meant Ross. Oh, Um, Ross, Ross, Matt, gotcha. But also (laughs) uh, Tommy, (laughs) Tommy, Matt was in, uh, he was four. That was pretty close to the end. A lot of, a lot of people who were just short of the win, Mm -hmm. but also a lot of losing finalists. So that's what, that's what makes this season, I think, and this cast interesting is because there were all people who were so close to getting it. Yeah. Or people who were very close to emerge or got screwed out early. So I think this is very much like a like a true second chance season, right? Like it feels like that a lot. We always do second chance seasons, but usually it's like people who are just super entertaining. This is like people who actually could have won and blew it, right? <laughs> like last minute or just yeah. didn't get enough votes, you know. You know, or made like big game ch- like game ending mistakes like Daisy did in Tumotus, things like that. Right, right. I think Kylie got screwed pretty bad during Kirill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, made a made a few mistakes there, trusting the wrong people. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think a lot of them will repeat those mistakes, and I think some of them will correct them. Mm-hmm. I think some of them have already corrected their mistakes. But I'll talk about them when we get to them. Let's talk about up next. Jericho, who has been so entertaining for all the wrong reasons or the right reasons. uh, I'm not sure which, but either way, you know, I've always wanted to cast Brian Jericho again in a season. And he's proving to me why I've always had that uh, urge, because he is so cracked in every sense of the word. I mean, everything is like this huge drama to him, even though like it's not that serious. Um, He's like really has a crisis about every little thing that comes across, even like things about playing the game or little things like, you know, when a vote is due or it's just random things that should not upset anyone. But he has like this huge crisis about it. (laughs) Yeah, he's a he's an interesting case for sure. An interesting. You wouldn't know it from seeing his conversations with any of the players on how he's feeling but then his confessionals are a whole other a whole other roller coaster yes I, you know he's almost like christy in that way you know we're like he's much more entertaining for us on the outside who know what's going on than i'm sure the people in the game who are like oh he's kind of normal you know <laughs> so like you get that one little inkling that he might be cracked he's a time bomb he, he just messaged me right before this like i think i have to quit the game it's all just too much for me my family are you know driving me nuts or whatever you said his personal reasons were and it's just you know it's another one of those things where you know maybe he is going through a lot i don't want to give you know i want to i want to deny him that but i feel like as my experience with him is things bother him more than they should he lets things really get to him where they're like small things i don't necessarily believe him that he wants to quit and and I don't he said that multiple times this season already. So for him to say that now is like, eh. <laughs> I mean, it is looking like he could be in a little bit of trouble tonight. Not not because he wants to quit, but because he couldn't make the time to do the challenge with his team, his pair. His, his name has been brought up a little bit. He also uh, I don't think he ever realized this, but during on Thursday, when everybody was expecting a double tribal instead of a merge, everything he was doing was getting leaked. 
Um, oh, wow. So he was getting in a lot of hot water. I have a quote from Nova. Uh, Jericho remains my most untrusted tribe mate. I'm sort of low-key letting people gossip about him and compare notes, so he'll be regarded as a bit of a sneak. So Nova was kind of setting this up for a while. He was in hot water on that tribe for sure. He, mm-hmm. he you know, it's so weird. He like came out of uh, the first tribe. He was like, I hate this tribe. I hate this game. I wish I never played. I'm going to quit. And then <laughs> we swapped and he was like, I love these people. They're so Jericho is another level. I think I think, you know, when he wants to and he ignores his inner demon or whatever is going on, I think he plays really well. Mm-hmm. It's just like when yeah, he's I thought he was starting to get it. into a really good position. Yeah, he was like then. high in the ranking. He you yeah, know. he guessed his entire tribe tribe's ranking perfectly. Like he was completely yeah, like, in touch. <laughs> and then like I don't know that second swap, he just self imploded. I don't know. It was weird. So where he is now, I think he might be the boot tonight, and he also kind of wants to be. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be ironic that he gets the same placement this time, not through a rock, but through not wanting to play. Mm-hmm. that's jericho i hope he doesn't i hope he pulls it out because he's he's a nut and i love it but all the best jericho hopefully whatever's going on he can resolve for himself up next we have a queen kylie kylie is fantastic every time this time uh i might it might be even better than the first she's playing really well she's strategizing really well she has the idol maybe tonight. a little she's- too much I'm a little worried about her getting to the end. I don't know that she can get to the end. I don't, but... But I think she's playing incredibly. She definitely has the pulse of uh, this game right now. Yeah, she's just falling into a similar trap as last time, where she got a little too deep in the strategy with Reem, second-guessed what was what was working for her, and ended up going home because of it. And I think, you know, that might catch up to her again. But she seems to want to go to the end with the bananas, as they call themselves, the original right. Mantha. And I think that would be a good idea for her and a bad idea for any of them. I don't know, so though. we'll see how loyal they are. It depends. Like, I don't think Kylie is someone who is a big threat on anyone's radar just yet. If she plays that idol right, she would be, but she's giving it away, it seems, probably smartly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think she, like, I think someone like a Matt or a David could beat her in a final three, depending on how the rest of the game goes. So I don't think that that's necessarily a bad play. And I think, I think that's her best shot is convincing those guys to, to stick with her that long. Yeah, she's definitely going to play a very loyal type of game here. It'll be interesting. I wonder if she can branch out of that to save herself. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, most interestingly, the first challenge they played with their bounty to see if they could win immunity, which is a fun dilemma because, of course, if you win with your bounty, you can't get them out. Mm-hmm. And she ended up winning with Nova, which I'm super happy about. Yes. But also interesting is that Matt was trying to convince her to throw this challenge so that they could get rid of Nova. Yes. And I love that she did not go for that because that's a terrible idea for her. I agree. I think that that showed a lot of balls for her to just say no to that and continue to win with Nova. I think that was that was a pretty pivotal move, I think. And put into the and put in the effort too. you know, practicing for however long they did on just posting numbers. Um, A lot of practices for challenges going on this season. I think it really shows how invested these players are. People practicing for like two hours on things that I would never, never think to practice. (laughs) No way. Also, shout out to her voice confessionals she just started doing. I would love it if Kylie would just read me books to sleep. When she made that, she was like, this is the last one of these I'm doing. I thought she was talking about like the last voice podcast. I was like, no, we want more. (laughs) 
But no, we love that. I love Susie. I love how invested she gets and how much thought and energy she puts into things. Oh, yeah. Putting like 180% into this game. Yeah. And she just wants to make like good connections with people, which is also really cool. We are getting low on time, so I will move on to Matt, although we could talk about Susie forever. Matt was also known as Tommy. Matt's doing really well. I think he's playing a much better game than last time. I think Mm -hmm. if he makes it to the finals, he will win. I mean, it's hard to say better game than last time because last time he did really well and he almost won. But he had a lot of setbacks he had to recover from. And this time he hasn't had that. He got duped by Missy last time Mm -hmm. and he was very much like on the outs of a lot of things. This time he's not that at all. Like he's very much controlling how that ship runs probably a little too much but it's like super fun to watch the first time we we called him like a lovable doof in a lot of ways where he would like make a lot of earnest mistakes let's say and was just very endearing this time he's the complete opposite of that he's proving he has complete strategic chops can be completely cutthroat and can steer the ship which we didn't really see a lot of the first time i was like a completely different player which we had an inkling that that might happen this time but watching it is super fun yeah what i am worried about is that i i I do not have super high hopes for these four bananas of David, Gerard, Kylie, and Matt getting through unscathed. And I think he's the most visible of the four right now. Yeah. People start wondering if they're a threat. I think he's going to be the one sniped first. Yeah, I think, you know, he's very much taken the, let's say if we're doing Tanzania parallels, he might be the Carl of this group of four, right? (laughs) Right. Which is great for us. And we love that. And actually, it's probably great for like making a name for himself Mm -hmm. in Stranded. Like, I think he'll probably do worse than last time, but he will be remembered much higher, I guess, in people's, uh, what do you call that, ranking of players right Mm -hmm. let's say like last time i don't remember if he made the cover but let's say this time he definitely would right Mm -hmm. so you know if that's important which i think it is i think this season he's done a lot to prove his star power if you will and it's very fun to watch definitely let's go ahead and move on to someone else who i think has done a lot to improve their star power is michelle Yes, Michelle. Uh, Yeah, one of my favorites for sure, I think stands a great chance here. And I think has improved her, not visibility in the game, but her visibility from like a viewer standpoint. We're very fun to watch, very good player, and finally getting like the props that uh, um, he deserves. Yeah, I mean, I love Donnie. I won rematch with Donnie, so I'm super biased, but I just love every update I'm getting. I think his partnership, Michelle's partnership with Sharn for this bounty thing is going to be really interesting because they have basically no connections say like all different people mm. and i think that could hurt one or both of their games um unless they are able to use this for their benefit instead of using it to target each other no that's an interesting parallel sharn and michelle because they're very similar in their background i mean obviously you know mm. rudy's like going back to season one but in rudy's original season he was viewed as just very likable and a solid strategist but not like a good you know not the best player and then came back and really overdid it and was like <laughs> this hell demon and there's like a definite parallel there and i think it's interesting I don't I mean, I might give the edge to Rudy Charn just out of previous experience, but it is a good matchup. That would be a fun fight to watch. Yeah, I'm very interested in seeing how that goes down. They're playing nice for now, saying they can use this to their benefit. But we'll we'll see. These aren't these aren't partners. These are bounties. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing after this challenge that should keep them together at all. 
Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a little bit about Nova. I fucking love Nova. Nova's amazing. <laughs> she gave us like six episodes worth of confessionals this weekend, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like for those of you out there who watch Australian Survivor, she is very much an Australian Survivor villain. Like way over the top, very one note, very old school orgy shtick villain. Mm-hmm. And we don't get that a lot in Modern Stranded. So I'm very excited that she's playing this way and has been working because she's a fucking beast at these challenges. Yeah, she's gonna. We're gonna have to see what she's got. If she loses challenges though and doesn't have that immunity, I think people are gonna be looking at her real heavy. They already are. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you know, first chance she's vulnerable might be uh might be toast. But but at the very least, we get a jury speech from her. <laughs> I mean, we, it, yes, that's true. And she's been incredible to watch. Like, oh yeah, for sure, cover. I think. Mm-hmm. But I love that Dave was kind of a meh all-star like it was an all-star so like it was good but not someone that we remember all the time and i think nova is going to be someone that we remember all the time (laughs) just a really fun character this season let's talk about sarah sarah is someone she just won rematch by the way yes congratulations to her on that i think you know when this season started and when rematch started i think everyone was kind of like okay we've heard a lot about her but i'm not i don't see it And I think that she has quickly proven those people wrong. And anyone who thought maybe she lost it over the five-year hiatus she's had. Sarah's a beast, not only in competition, strategy, what have you, just all around like a really good competitor. And it would not shock me at all if she wins this whole season. I could see it based on how she's playing, based on how everything's setting up. I don't think her name is being discussed by anyone. I think everybody wants her as an ally. Nobody wants to target her right now. I think it's really setting her up well. In her previous games, she was known for being like the puppet master uh, shot caller of her alliance that just dominated challenges and drove her alliance all the way to the end to win. Like, that's what she was known for. And in Stranded and Isolated, I think she came up just short of the win, like third and fifth. So like very close to winning and was just like a real beast in both challenges and strategy, you know, almost like a Boston Rob and Redemption Island situation. So it's definitely a different game this time. And even in the rematch that I saw, but she's certainly a fantastic player and I'm very glad she's getting back into the swing of things. It's definitely changed, but so far so good. I think towards the end, we'll see a huge stride in her visibility. I think, you know, once we get down to it and she's a big threat, I can see her doing like an immunity run or pulling out some crazy idol stuff. She's someone that I think is a sleeper for sure. I completely agree. I'm enjoying her a lot. Let's go ahead and talk about Sharn. Sharn is someone who is is another sleeper, really. You know, Rudy's good at social and he's good at, you know, keeping his profile low. And I think that's what he was doing. You know, there wasn't really a need to step into that role too too strongly just yet. And he's very smart to to keep a low profile. But we did see after that second swap, he started coming out swinging. And really, mm-hmm. he's been a, a driving force behind Jericho's demise, I think. Him and Nova, really, but... You know, he's someone that you underestimate until you poke the bear and then you figure out why he's called King Rudy. (laughs) That's really how I see Sharn. And so that's going to be so much fun. I think now she's just warming up, you know? Yeah, no, I'm excited to Sharn was somebody I was super excited about off the bat. Haven't been able to really talk much about her, um, but getting somebody from season one back 39 seasons later is amazing and to see Sharn doing as well as they're doing I think obviously another um, another sleeper winner yeah threat, definitely and I think 
you know, he has a he has a weak point in social game where people find him cold. Kylie's already mentioned that. I think that's no surprise. I think a lot of people thought he was very I think in previous all stars, it's come off like he's above it because he talks about his previous experiences. And I, I don't think it's that I think he I think that serves him well because he isn't too big of a threat to take to the end. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a matter of like securing that win because certainly he's got the strategy to get there. Really, it's almost like a car situation from Tanzania where, you know, he'll have to pull out one move at the end to secure that win. I think mm-hmm. this could finally be it. This could finally be Rudy's time to get that win, um, which I, I would love that. It'd be great. Up next, we have Tegan. Tegan is someone who is another old schooler that didn't get a big name for themselves, but made it very far in their season. I think they were second place, um, another second place. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I love Tegan. Yeah, um, I think very she's great. social. The flashiest player. Not yet. Anyway, again, there hasn't been a real need for that just yet, but certainly someone who's capable. And I really want to see what happens given that opportunity. I'll be interested to see what she does. Uh, she's kind of been floating a little bit, but now is where it counts. So and I'm hoping she can pull out some good, some good moves and make make a bit of her name for herself here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And finally, I think it's worth talking about. I think one of the stars this season Tessa. I've waited so long to finally get Tessa slash Sean into Emerge. Uh, <laughs> looking, making his track record, it was like, I don't know, four early boots that we just kept bringing him back and he kept getting voted off immediately. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if it's like activity or just bad luck. I'm pretty sure it's just bad luck every time, like a swap fucker situation or, you know, just like never worked out. But someone that we remember for their first season being like that player that got two idols, made blind size, was like the biggest target. It was really fun. I never like really got to recreate that magic. I think this did it. It is so likable and funny. I don't remember that. I, I just remember like his good gameplay. So to see him in action and really becoming a huge character is like really fun. I think Tessa's legendary for me. She's making the season for me. Yeah, I love her. Every update is great. I think her social game is fantastic. I think I think she's going to be really fun later down here in the later parts of the merge. I think she's another now it's like, what, the fourth person I've said this about another real sleeper winner threat. (laughs) And I think, you know, it's just going to matter, you know, once we get down to 10 to 8, 10 to 6, it's going to be really interesting to see how these players remaining really maneuver around each other, because I think they all have the potential to win. It's just whoever's going to make the moves that need to be made at the right time. Yes. And, you know, she's got that really she reminds me of Liz. Yeah, I could see it. The most recent player that I can think of where she's really funny and really likable and people just want to play with that. You know, they want to play with someone who's going to be fun and makes them laugh and they can have a good time with. And that's really her strength. I I think that might make her too likable come the end, but... For as long as she's here, I'm going to love every minute of it. I've really enjoyed her. I think the lurkers love her. Definitely. I think the players love her. She's just mm-hmm. really likable and funny. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what else she's got. Yes. So that is our merge crew. I think a very strong group. This is the cream of the crop. You know, we always said yeah. like a mediocre early game usually leads to like a really chaotic merge. And it's that slow burn. Yeah, I think this this group will deliver. There's got we've got some serious gamers here. If nothing else, we'll see a season of like really good strategy. I agree. I think that's going to do it. We got a fun night tonight. I think we're going to have a blind side or two coming up. If not tonight, then in the very near future. And I can't wait to see these players duke it out. We got some good some good players here. 
Yeah, completely agree. I think uh, I think it'll be a lot of give and take going on here and a lot of people letting heads as we go down the stretch. Yes, for sure. I think that'll do it. Thank you for talking with me and giving your insight. Uh, I'm glad to find you coming this season. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but we will we'll see how this merch goes. I'm very excited. Uh, so with that, I think I'm going to sign out. Hootie out. See ya. Bye. Bye. Uh-